Ruth would give me a 15-minute reminder, please. Okay. Um, my name is Kathy T. I am a compulsive overeater. Um, I um, qualify as being a 100-pounder. I at one time, well, twice, I weighed exactly the same, 349. Uh, now I weigh like 176, 78. This kind of depends on the day. Um, and abstinence for me looks different than from a lot of people. Uh, well, I used to say that. Now, because of health problems, it looks a lot like a lot of people's, I guess. Um, and so I'll just start with my story and see where God takes us. I'm not sure where. Usually I have some end I want to get to, but tonight I don't. So we'll just see where we go. Um, I think I started compulsively overeating when I was, I know I for sure by first grade I was compulsively overeating. Um, I remember trying to make um, my little friends impressed because I could cook on my own. They could care less, you know, but I thought it was a big deal because I could cook. Um, And um, so things in my family were not very uh, stable, not very happy. Uh, There were a lot of um, physical and mental abuse and a little bit of sexual abuse um, thrown in there too. Um, But um, I'm not, uh, I've gotten past all that. Um, I guess I should say I started OA back in, 1988 I believe it might have been 87 and I was in and out for quite a while and um, you know what Um, my birthday for four years uh, is coming up in just about a week Uh, actually it is a week uh, from today and so um, it's been a great four years but um, so anyway back to my story My family, um, back then, I have not heard of any family left now, but back then, it was a pretty large family, and we'd get together, you know, and we'd eat and eat and eat, and food would be left out all over the place, and I loved it. I loved being able to eat. Uh, whenever I, I wanted, uh, I could just, you know, they'd leave, especially the desserts, they leave out on the table, and anybody could just pick them up whenever they wanted them, and, you know, I really liked doing that, um, and... um I just remember the, the the best times of my life was when I could eat. And I even back then when I was young, young, I started sneaking food. Uh and it was it was sweet, you know, it really was. It was my my main uh thing that I go to is candy, uh and for some reason cookies. Uh, I don't even really like cookies, but that's if I'm gonna binge or you know, when I did binge, that's what I would do is I would start out with one of those two things. And, you know, I just followed a pattern. That's the way it was when I was little. Um, and so um, I remember uh, I loved my grandma. Oh, she was such a precious lady. But um, one day she'd been at work, and uh, one day she came home, and I had stolen a candy bar out of the refrigerator. And uh, when she hit the front porch, I realized that she was going to see me eating the candy bar. So just as she walked in the front porch, I stuffed the candy bar down my shirt. She saw me, and we kind of got into a little tussle about that. But I was—I um, didn't want her to know one that I'd stolen it. Two, what a, a horrible person I was because you know I just wanted to eat all the time. 
And that was when I uh, came into OA and really started working amends. That was one of the amends that I I, um, made and I I really felt terrible about. Um, So um, anyway, um, then when I I got into fifth grade, um, I know I was certainly by then uh, a hardcore compulsive overeater. I weighed 144 pounds. And you might say, how do you know you weighed 144 pounds? Well, the first day of school, my teacher weighed everybody. And she said, okay, everybody, you need to remember your, how much you weigh because I'm going to call you afterward and you need to tell me. Well, so, you know, all the time while people were weighing, I knew I weighed 144 pounds. And they were saying 70, 75, 90, you know. And she never called my name, but she came past and everybody giggled because, you know, she wanted to know how much. And I told her. And um, so anyway, um, and while I was in uh, grade school, nobody really wanted uh, to um, choose me to play on their teams, you know, because I was fat and, and, you know, couldn't run, couldn't kick, wasn't coordinated. Uh, And so, I, you know, I always felt left out until after school, after school. Uh, there was a candy shop on the way home. And whenever I could muster up, steal, find whatever enough money, I would always stop past that store. I could hardly wait till, actually, there were two stores. Um, um, if I had a lot of money, I'd go to the candy store. If not, I'd go to the drugstore. And so, you know, I just, um, I really enjoyed um, that particular item. And so then I got into high school and, um, I didn't date all the way through high school, and I didn't date till I got out of high school. And I couldn't understand. Um, you know, I was wearing like a 16-size clothes, and there were people that were bigger than me, not very much bigger. I was about the biggest. But, you know, even weird, strange, ugly, dirty people had friends and had boyfriends and stuff, and I could not understand why I couldn't get one. Um, I understand now why, but I didn't at the time. So what did I do? I ate more, of course. Right after high school, my parents got a divorce. And my brother said, hey, come out to California. So I went out to California. And there I met um, uh, my first husband. I've been married twice. And <clears throat> I was scared because my as soon as I got out there, like a week later, my brother said, sorry, I can't help you. You're going on your own. So I was out there all by myself. And this guy, he thought I was really a cute, cute little chickadee, and um, he promised to take care of me, and, and I believed him, and the only thing we really had in common was we both liked that same wheat sugary thing. And so <clears throat> he was abusive also, and um, I didn't have a secure life with him at all, but I lasted 16 and a half years, and uh, I had two sons by him. And... Uh, and, and I ate and ate and ate, and, uh, you know, that was one of the times I got up to 349, and um, <clears throat> life was just terrible. Um, and and to tell you the truth, um, if it hadn't been for the food, I don't know what I would have done, because it was it was my savior back then, you know, and that's, that's why we uh, often compulsively overeat, is we need something to keep us from going crazy or doing something terrible to ourselves. Um, you know, we're um, not comfortable with ourselves, we're restless, we're irritable. Uh, and what what better thing than to put something in my mouth and go, oh, 
this is so good. This feels so good, you know. And my throat, and it felt good all the way down, you know, the first four or five bites, which feel really good. And then after that, shoot, I didn't even know I was eating. I was just eating. It didn't matter. I didn't care what it really tasted like. You know, sure, I wanted the sweet stuff, but I had to eat. I had no, I had nothing um, that could stop me. I was uncontrollable. Uh, and then I realized it's because that's, once I put something in my mouth, um, the allergy starts. We have a broken body. And um, and once we put a compulsive bite into our mouth, uh, we can't stop. And so without, you know, the power of our of God. And so um, anyway, um, I was with him for um, 16 and a half years. And um, during that time, I, I um, got a really good job. And I started working really hard. And um, unfortunately, during all this, um, I um, worked so hard and wasn't around my family enough. And that was another one of my big um, amends I had to make was to my kids uh, because I worked so hard. I wanted to do something good. I wanted to be somebody. I didn't want to be the fat slob that, you know, uh, sat around and ate all the time. And so um, I was successful at that. I um, I became, um, first I started out in the police department. I became a court manager. From there, a, a probation officer. From there, I trained court clerks all over the state of Kansas for the Supreme Court. I became a judge of two small cities. So, you know, I was successful. You know what? It didn't matter. The food was still important to me. And um, uh, so anyway, um, after 16 and a half years and I had this job that I could support myself and my boys, I um, and my husband, he, you know, he was abusive and he kept losing jobs because he, it didn't matter why. Um, anyway, uh, so finally I, I got divorced from him and I started dating guys that I thought were, uh, I needed those kind of guys, you know, the ones that were well thought of, the pillars of the community, and handsome, and and uh, at this time I weighed 245, but I still didn't have trouble finding men that were interested, um, but they were never available, um, you know, for a long term. And then finally I met this one guy, and he was really, uh, he was strong, uh, he had good values, um, and uh he had his head on straight. And after about nine months, he said, you know what? I can't take this. He said, because my oldest son was just a mess. He said, I, I just can't do this any longer. And I, I, was, I mean, I had fallen in love with him. I was crushed. And so I ended up in an addiction ward for uh, abused women. And um, from there, that's where my OA experience started. Um, they said, you know what? You really need a 12-step program. You need to look into it. Well, first I went to CODA, then I realized, you know what, it's not that, it's the food. And so I I went um, to some OA meetings in a town about 60 miles away, started a couple in my little small town, uh, and, you know, the fellow that um, dumped me, well, he started coming around again. And um, um, this time it was different because I wasn't going to, uh, just take crumbs. It was like, you want to be with me? Then you're going to act like you want to be with me. And I'm not going to take, you know, I'm not going to be second fiddle. And he agreed. And uh, actually, this year we'll be married 34 years. So um, 
it's been a good 34 years. But anyway, um, I um, I was I weighed um, what I weigh now when I got married. Actually, I think I weighed 168 when I got married. But anyway, real close. And <clears throat> I have no idea. I stopped going to OA, and uh, you know the disease took over again. And this time, <clears throat> I um, I got back up to 349. And the doctor said, Kathy, you need to have a gastric bypass. And so I prayed about it. I really did. I prayed and I prayed and I prayed. And everything looked good. And so I started, um, so I, I had that gastric bypass. And I nearly died with it. I'm not kidding. For three months, I couldn't eat. I was fed by um, a, a PT line. And <clears throat> so, uh, and the other thing was, through this PT line, they were feeding me 3,300 calories a day. So, you know, I didn't lose any weight either during all that. Anyway, um, um, I I started losing weight, uh, not fast because uh, it doesn't matter why. But anyway, I, I started going down. Uh, and um, uh, the thing was, it didn't matter about the weight. The inside still felt rotten rotten to the core uh, and I was making bad choices and it just again it felt like there was a somebody beat me up on the inside with a meat cleaver and that I was bloody and I could not do anything to stop the chipmunks in my brain chatter and chatter and chatter and chattering away and so then I lay there one night uh, you know and my binge was oh I feel so terrible I feel awful oh and then I'm laying there oh I wish this would get over so I could go eat more and that was what my life was like um, my sweet husband, you know, he was always and always has been so patient and kind to me. But um, I lay there one night and I'm going, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. What did I do? And I felt like this before. And it was OA. So I came back to OA and I started really, really working the program. <clears throat> and um, back when I first started, and I didn't say really much about when I first started, I found God. I had thrown him under the bus when I got divorced the first time. And um, and so I had to work really hard to to have that relationship with God again. And I never stopped having that. I still loved him all that time, but I didn't use him. I just loved him, but I didn't use him for my food. When I came back, I started using him. I started really working the steps, working hard at the steps. Uh, I mean, hours <clears throat> a day working, you know, um, uh, studying and that kind of thing, uh, praying. And yeah, so it came right away, my abstinence, which I don't really like that word. I like um, food neutrality um, better than abstinence. But anyway, um, so I, um, then I started. um, Excuse me, Kathy, five minutes. Thank you so much, Ruth. And um, so then I started um, sponsoring. I started uh, doing service um, in OA. Um, I'm currently moderator coordinator of this. I, I do some moderation on others. I've taken on the um, position of coordinator, marathon coordinator. And why do I do all this? I do it because I love people and I want people who are in the disease to have a way out. I want to give to people what um, I've learned and what I've gained from the program, which is peace, serenity, love. Um, my life has become manageable. I don't have those weird, awful thoughts when I walk into a room and people are laughing. Oh, they're laughing at me. No, they're probably laughing at a joke, you know. I don't live in fear. Um, 
I'm I'm rarely stressed. I got stressed this week, but rarely am I stressed. Um, and all of this is because I work the 12 steps, which lead me to God. And God is the answer to all my problems. I know the big book says acceptance is the answer to all my problems. But uh, for me, it's a subsection under God. God is God's the one that's got the power. I don't have the power. The group doesn't have the power. Um, the source has the power. Whoever your source is, that's where the power is. And we need to lean into that power so we can get better. And um, I think I'll stop there. Um, and um, I'd like to put a plug in for this particular meeting. Um, we are always in need of coordinate. Uh, well, I'm I'm quitting, and so I need someone to step up that's coordinate uh, that's moderated before, uh, and it would be interested in the coordinator position. And also, you know what, kids, this is great fun when you moderate, and you really um, you really have fun, and you have a lot of service, you have a lot of friends, and you get better, get better and better and better. So anyway, my name is Kathy T. Uh, my number is 620-660-5357. And thank you, Karen. Uh, Karen this is Karen's first night. Um, and so um, congratulations, Karen. Have a great time. Thank you, Kathy. And it was with a lot of prompting and encouragement. Thank you for your speech.